What is up everybody, it's your boy Personnel Hip Hop News 365 Today's topic We're gonna talk about The state Of hip hop And what it truthfully is Nowadays I am a late 80's Baby Born in 86 So honestly I like to consider myself A 90's baby Due to the fact that I was just A a baby Literally a baby and a toddler During the 80's During the late 80's So I really don't have any um, Recollection with That type of hip hop During that era But I can say around 92, 93 is when I first really got introduced into what they would call hip hop. But by that time, I would honestly consider it rap because during the 90s, not early 90s, I would say, but mid 90s, going into the mid 90s, um, music hip-hop music became rap to me in my eyes this is my personal opinion do not get offended that i am discrediting hip-hop for being hip-hop still but honestly let's think about this from a perspective of understanding what music used to be like well urban music used to be like in the i would say early 80s Just the 80s era, period. It was a very different type of um, constructive constructive type of artistry. It was a very different type of play on how they would uh, make their beats and stuff. And during the 90s, um, that changed a bit. The beats got a little bit more rugged. They got a little bit more bass deep. Well, bass always been there. But they got a little bit more drumming during the 90s. And drums always been there as well. But like I said, it's like drums became a major part of instrumentals during the 90s. As far as lyrics... Flow, wordplay, a lot of that changed too. It got it got way more wittier. It got way more like I wouldn't even say it got way more intellectual, but it got it got intellectual from a different type of level of being intellectual. It got a a bit more creative as far as with um dialogue. As far as dialogue goes. Because there wasn't too many 80's rappers from from what I've heard of 80's rappers. You know, because I heard a couple of throwback songs from the 80's. And I know a couple of throwback songs from the 80's. But what I noticed about the throwback songs in the 80's is that basically um, they're not as creative as 90's music. They're not really detailed dialogue as much as the 90's music because... During those times, it was fun to make, you know what I mean, music that popped and stand out. So, you know, people was having fun 
This is what I feel. In the 80s, a lot of these hip-hop artists, they was having fun. And, and you know, they was, they was talking their stuff. They were saying what they were saying. And it wasn't just, it, it wasn't dialogue or creative to the point where there was a lot of story entwined in the, in the, in the songs, in the tracks. It was more of a, um, a disco type vibe to it. You know, like it was, it was, it was, it was very entertaining from a perspective of, let's just say it was, to me, it's kind of like house music mi mixed with disco music and just a bit of jazz. And that was 80s music for me, in my opinion. That's what I feel 80s music was and is. Now, 90s music, it came and it changed a little bit. Like I said, it had more dialogue. Artists was being more creative with um, storytelling and how they would go about addressing certain um, topics. It would be like a good a good amount set of dialogue kind of like um public enemy but the dialogue was a bit different like i said things changed and you didn't get that positive perspective anymore it was more of a negative perspective and i understand artist art and there's no wrong way to do art you know you can't tell an artist that his painting is bullshit because um that's what the fuck he painted and that's what he was feeling at the moment regardless if you don't see what he sees in the painting that doesn't mean that the art is bad that just means you don't appreciate it for whatever reason or you can't see the the value or appreciation from the art and that's how it is with a lot of music because not everybody is fond of all types of music you know you got some people who like to call certain certain tracks certain hits straight up trash or whack or whatever vocabulary you would like to use to discredit a song and people's not wrong for disliking a song not not so ever you know just like People can't be wrong for disliking a painting. But at, at the end of the day, you can't sit here and say, well, you painted this picture wrong because I was I was the creator. Like the creator can't be wrong if he created it, you know, when it comes to artistry. I mean. So with that being said. During the 90s, it, it became more rugged, it became more versatile, it became more gritty, it became more offensive, it became more defensive, it became more beef-like, you know, and there was a lot of, um, there was a lot of beef during the 90s between rappers, and it was always good, like, that, that, like, Industries notice that when rappers beef, numbers go up and money comes in. So, best believe, they was not trying to avoid uh, people beefing in the 90s. They was actually, what I feel, uh, beef was influenced a lot during the 90s. 
And that's because, like I said, it bring in the numbers and it made money when two artists had something to say each other in a versatile way. Because everybody wants to hear what the next person is saying. And the thing about the 90s era that was so beautiful is that you didn't have access to music immediately after it was released. Like, you actually had to go out your way and, like, either buy the cassette, um, buy the CD, uh, go to a friend who has it, uh, catch it on the radio, or, you know, like, basically, you had to really, like, go out your way to get the music that you wanted to hear. And nowadays, it's not like that. It's like any, any artist can drop a song right now and more than likely about three hours after that song is released i can go listen to that song for free if i search the web and i search youtube and i search google and i search all these websites that be leaking um well not leaking but basically giving away music for free illegally if I search these sites, I can run into any music that's released today for free. I can get a I could get the whole Rihanna album for free. I could get J. Cole's album for free. I, I could listen to it for free. I could I could I could um I could find it on YouTube eventually. Not right away, because YouTube is kind of strict with their um, copyright laws. So it takes a while for people to, 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 to get around those laws. <clears throat> and um, But my point is that eventually I can find this via the internet. And in the 90s, you really didn't have that. You know, that wasn't an option. So it was like, you either go out and you buy the 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 record of the artist that you're you're seeking to listen to or you either know somebody who has the record of the artist who you're seeking to listen to and you would sit there and listen to it or you would ask them if I could borrow this CD you know and like that's another thing we got to take into consideration when it comes to these new artists making these big hits and 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 like 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 major number pooling and views and like everything's about numbers nowadays and in in, in in today's time but what what a lot of young people don't understand and they say oh he's the greatest because he sold such and such in two hours and he's the greatest because he went gold or he went platinum and in 24 hours but what they don't understand is that the only reason why these artists uh sell so many records so rapidly is because the digital era makes it possible for you to buy these albums or these singles instantaneously at the click of a button i can buy any record and listen to it in the 90s, you couldn't do that. So, for an artist to go platinum, gold, um, I don't even think there's a silver. But basically, for an artist to go, I'm pretty sure there is a silver, but 
nobody fucking cares if you go silver. Um, <clears throat> but basically, what I'm trying to say, if an artist went gold or platinum during the '90s, that was that was something special. That was something spectacular because that goes to show that your fan base was really dedicated to you. Nowadays in the digital era, I'm not saying that fans ain't dedicated to these new artists, but what I am saying is that these new artists wouldn't be making these numbers so rapidly if not for the internet and the power of digital download. Because if there wasn't no digital download, half of these rappers that we know about that's not really mainstream, mainstream, we would never know about them. They would still be on a come up. They would still be out there trying to hand out demos and, and, and give out, you know what I mean? Like freestyle on the spot and, you know what I mean? Writing songs that's that's going to be eye catching or ear catching, I should say. Um, they would really be on a grind. Like it was really a grind during the 90s for an artist to come up and actually pave a way and remain in the spotlight throughout the 90s and early 2000s. So I got to respect the 90s always due to the fact that I understand it was more of a struggle for an artist to become a major artist in the 90s. Now, remember what I said about the 90s. That was rap music. I consider the 90s Starting from, I say about 92 to about 2000, and I say 2005. That's all rap. That's rap music. That's uh, it's it's a branch off of hip hop, but it's not. It's not originally hip hop. That's not original hip hop. 90s music is not original hip hop. That is a branch off of hip-hop that is a child of hip-hop, and it is called rap. Now, the child, or I should say the infants, because that's what they are. They're a bunch of babies. Um, the infant of rap is what many would like to consider mumble rap, which is today's type of music. Now, I don't consider it mumble rap because they they saying shit. They're saying shit. They're just saying it repeatedly and way too often as they should. But they're saying shit. And what I like to consider it, this is the era of yaya music. I call it yaya music because after every line... Or after every verse, a lot of these young rappers like to say, Yeah, yeah, I was going at the store and I popped him in the face. Yeah, talking that shit, he's a fucking disgrace. Yeah, like that's how they rap. Like everything's yeah, 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 yeah. Right after they finish, they, they, they line. Half of the times, they're not even fucking rhyming. They just talking and then saying, yeah. So it just sounds good. You know, like it's easy to make anything sound good or sound cool. You know what I mean? It just takes a little oof when you say it. That's all it is. And a lot of these young kids, they understand that. They understand that the power, 
the power is in how you say these words. It's not really how well I could put them together. It's about how how extreme or how intriguing can I say it. You know what I mean? And it's all about intrigue. It's no more creativity. In in today's era of rap, well, hip-hop slash rap music, which is considered yaya music now to me, a.k.a. mumble music to many. Um, I lost my train of thought, too. But um, basically... It's intriguing. It's it's not it's not creativity. There's there's little to none creativity in rap nowadays. Cuz I'm not going to sit here and say n- nobody's creative because we have creative artists, we have constructive artists, we have artists who are really putting in effort to versatile to be versatile and lyrical. At the same time, we have artists who's trying to be creative and artistic at the same time. We have artists who's trying to develop dialogue and intriguing interest or topics. But it's not as many as it used to be. And this game, this hip-hop game or hip-hop rap world... That's going on today in today's era and time. It's changed drastically. And it almost seems like it doesn't really matter how creativity, how creative you can put an album together or a song together. And dialogue is a non-factor anymore. Like it doesn't take much dialogue for you to make a good song anymore. Now, going back to what I originally said about you can't tell an artist that he's wrong for drawing a picture the way he drew the picture or she drew the picture. Just like you can't tell a musical artist that they're wrong for however way they develop their song or put together their song or craft it their song and I understand that but what I am gonna say is that at least let's be more creative I'm not gonna sit here and say that these young rappers are making music wrong because at the end of the day it's almost as if it's going back to the 80s but not in a sense of How the 80s originally started. It's going back to the 80s in a sense of these kids are having fun. They're making music for the entertainment value. They're making music for the, um, for, 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 for the, for the fun of it. You know what I mean? Like they having fun while they're making these songs. You know, they're not really putting too much thought into these songs, you know, and they're just, they're just playing with it. They're not playing with it like, oh, they don't give a fuck about it. They just playing around. You know what I mean? I mean, they're they're enjoying, they're enjoying the 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 music and 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 the entertaining value of it. They're not really trying to put too much thought into it. 
and that's why this this just bring me to a topic. That's why I kind of understood, not even kind of, I completely understood where Cardi B was coming from when she had that interview with Ebro. I completely understood her when she said it's like certain people put a stigma on her and like they're 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 trying to make they're trying to make her feel like she's supposed to be the next best thing. She's supposed to be the next lyrical versatile artist and it's like fuck y'all motherfuckers is putting a strain on me because now it's almost like I got to sit back and think about how can I be creative? Because now I can't. Y'all put in a title on me that I never wanted to accept it. This is speaking from Cardi B's perspective. They put in a title on her that she never really wanted. And I can honestly tell you, I already knew that. Cardi B's not trying to be the most fucking versatile female artist in the world. She's not trying to be that. She's trying to make her money. She's trying to get the bag. Enjoy what she loves doing and have fun while she's doing it. And when when the fans or when people speculate and try to um try to oppress the fact that she's not being as versatile as they want her to be, it becomes a strain on her as an artist because it's like you want to give the fans what they want. But at the same time, you want to enjoy what you're doing and do it how you want. So now it becomes a battle between should I do it for the fans or should I do it for myself? And honestly, I don't think Cardi B deserves that torch of being the versatile, most versatile or, or, or um, um, lyrical female artist because we all understand that she's not we can all clearly hear that she will never be and that's not a diss because i'm pretty sure she knows that herself because she's not even trying to be so therefore she will never be you know what i mean it's like It's like if I come up and I just want to play basketball, right? I'm a good basketball player. You know, I play pretty good. But then I got all my friends like, yo, you could do better. You could do this. You could do that. But, yo, if you practice every day and you do this and, yo, but, yo, but, yo, you got so much potential. But, yo, but, yo. And I'm looking at them like, yo, but, yo, I just like to play basketball, my nigga. Like, I don't want to be a fucking superstar. I don't want to be the best basketball player in the league. When it comes time to be picked for a draft or anything. I just want to play ball and have fun. I don't give a fuck how good you think I am. How good you think I can become. I just want to enjoy playing basketball. And like the game for what it is. I don't want to make it to the point where I got to be better than everybody. I got to do more than everybody. I got to do I gotta do this and this and that about everybody. Than everybody versus everybody. I, I don't want it to become that. I'm enjoying my game how I'm playing it. If you feel as though I'm better, if you feel as though I can be better, if you feel as though I can do more, then by all means, feel that way. And I understand that, yeah, maybe I can do better. Maybe I can do more. But at the end of the day, I'm not trying to do better and I'm not trying to do more. 
I'm trying to enjoy the game, play the game, win a couple of bets when I when I bet on games and do what I do and keep it moving. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to be the next fucking Michael Jordan. I'm not trying to be the next um 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 LeBron James. I'm not trying to be the next nothing. I just want to enjoy the game and love it for what it is. And that's basically what Cardi B feels like. She feels like she's under pressure by her own fans. And honestly, I don't think it's all her fans that's making her feel this way. It's just media. It's media that's making her feel this way. Because media is portraying her as the as the queen of 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 rap and then they're like oh boy she's not lyrical so she really can't be the queen well don't give her the fucking title if you feel as though she's not lyrical enough to be the queen don't fucking give her the title don't say she the queen of new york don't give her the fucking title if you don't feel as though she's lyrical or she's fucking versatile there's no need to give her the title yeah she's she's making the hits and she's making new york shake right now but hey if anything call her the life of the party she's the life of new york right now if you don't feel as though she's versatile to the point where she's extremely versatile and extremely lyrical to be even considered a queen, don't call her the queen. Call her the life of New York. She's the party of New York. She's where the action's at. She's where the shit goes down and shits get popping. You know what I mean? And not popping in a bad way. I mean, popping in a good way like we having a hell of a time right now. But I'm um, going back into this <clears throat> rap now, Yaya music. It's changed a lot since the 90s, definitely since the 80s. And I don't knock it. And yeah, I can be a little um, contradicting when I say they need to be more creative. But at the same time saying that they're enjoying what they're enjoying at the same time. And and just enjoying the 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 pleasure of making entertainment entertaining music and having music make charts and you know what I mean just just having fun filled music you know what I mean and that's one of the things I like about um this era of yaya music it's not all about killing you know it's it's not all about um. Killing and, 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 and stealing and, and doing all this other shit. What I don't like is that it is a lot about drugs. And that's just going to influence a whole bunch of kids to want to do drugs. And I'm going to let it be known now that eventually I will be doing <clears throat> uh, a little segment and a topic about um the, the reap. The repercussions of rap music. And that's basically going to go into like a conspiracy type thing. But we got to look at the reality here. You know what I mean? And I'm just going to touch on it for a little bit here. What makes me mad about Yaya music and where it's exactly turning is the fact that People, it's not that they don't realize, but it's like, it's almost as if people don't want to notice that music 
is a big influence on a lot of people's lives. And with that being said, during the 90s, that rap music was majorly, majorly influencing a lot of urban societies. And with that influence came a lot of violence, a lot of robberies, a lot of killings, a lot of snitching, a lot of gang activity, and so on and so forth. Now, with this era of Yaya music, if we look at the um, statistics, uh, or if we look at the reality of, of, of what's being shown and, and realized throughout the throughout the United States, is that a lot of kids are becoming druggies you know they and they're not they're not just smoking weed they're 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 doing all types of stuff they're popping pills they're fucking talking about coke and selling coke and this was all being spoke about in the 90s but it wasn't being spoke about in the lights of yo it's cool to pop mollies yo i do e-pills like 12 a day yo i pop like two percocets and drank a bottle of lean. It wasn't like that in the 90s. It was about motherfucker hustle. Making money. Today's era of music and yaya music. Is all about taking the drugs. And now what was, what I'm starting to notice. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people are starting to realize and notice. Is that a lot of kids are starting to do drugs. Like real live drugs. And we have to blame. The music has to take part in this blame. Not only the music completely, but yeah, like it's influencing. And I'm going to go into that topic probably later on, if not tomorrow. I just want to like gather my thoughts together and try to really break it down and like give you like paint a picture for you so you can completely understand why I feel this way and and honestly so you can realize that you know I'm right I'm right to a major degree when it comes to how influencing rap is because I can even take it to movies but we're not going to go into that because like I said this is about the origins of hip hop rap and yaya music how it took place the changes that proceeded the reasons for why artists nowadays can make more than artists back in the days why it's easier for artists nowadays to come up versus artists back in the days and i already spoke about all that so i'm gonna leave y'all with this little question in your opinion because we're all entitled to our own opinion. Where do you feel hip-hop died? And what do you consider music, um, quote-unquote hip-hop music, what would you consider it today? Do you consider it mumble rap? Do you consider it rap music? Or do you consider it 
hip hop music. And if you don't consider it none of those things, then let me know what you consider it because I consider it yaya music. So with that being said, the questions here are what would you categorize music of today's era? What would be the categorized name for it? And also, where do you feel hip hop changed its course? I told you where I felt it changed. It was in 92, from 92 to I say about 2005, that's the era of rap music. From early 80s to 92, that's basically the golden era of hip hop. That's my opinion. That's my thought. Peace. Deuces. Have a great day. And um, I hope you enjoy this little segment.